And welcome, everybody. Wow, it's another Saturday. It's 11 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. It's a, a semi-nice day out. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer, and I have my co-host here today, Mr. Doug Johnston. And it's good to be here. Thank you very much. Much better than being outside in the cold. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's probably true no matter what. And it's supposed to be storm after storm after storm this week. Well. Sort of. Little storms. Not big ones. Just be glad there's no snow. That's my... Yeah, I'm really glad. I I don't like snow. The greatest blessing out here is no snow. Yeah, that's true. When that comes, the way people drive scares me big time. And living on flat land, not hills, is a good idea. That's right. Yeah, so I do that at least. Never forget that bus that went over the edge hanging over the top of the freeway that time. Oh, yeah. That was a good picture. <laughs> I wouldn't want to have been on that bus. Yeah, but, oh. Couldn't stop. Just oh, my gosh. Stop. Just skidded right off almost. Yeah, think, wasn't was that at the end of a... Right up there on Capitol Hill. Yeah. He was hanging right over the, the freeway. the street that was over the... I remember that. Yes. He, I remember that. The bus that. was actually sticking over quite a ways. Yes, it was. And they were worried it was going to go plop. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> well, we do have those hills here in this part of the world. Yeah. So things like that happen. So, anyway, today on today's show, we have all sorts of stuff. We have the celebrity of the week. Now, we're going to say celebrities of the week. We've got three of them, trifecta. And I'll tell you who they are in just a second here. But I also want to make mention that we have our very special guest on today, which is Mr. Tony White who's fantastic animator and astrologer, interesting combination, but his work is awesome. And we just got to see the animation of what he's yes, coming we up did. with. Yes, it's fantastic. Which is very cute. Hi, Tony. Hi. Hi, Eileen. <laughs> Hi, Doug. Good to have <laughs> you here he's again. He's very shy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did at least introduce you to my animated character. Oh, yes, you did. That, that, was, was, that was really nice. So he's nice. with us, too. <laughs> you, must fe- you must feel like that they're practically little pets of yours. They kind of live in my head. I have oh, to yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I can see the Gemini now when it comes walking up there. Its mouth is going to be moving constantly. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it's got two mouths. It's talking to itself. <laughs> two, two mouths. And that's true. That's not just uh-huh. Oh, that's too funny. That's, that's, well. that's the thing when I do characters. I actually have to do an astrological analysis of them. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> oh, that makes total sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That makes total sense. I started to write a novel a few years ago, and I did the charts on the characters first mm-hmm. before I did anything thing because i thought well i gotta know what makes what motivates them what makes them tick Mm -hmm. best Mm -hmm. way to know so anyway anyway so other stuff we have is our usual blurbs and all that kind of stuff and so and but we're going to be talking to tony about all of his projects that are going on right now things he's preparing for he's got new classes online and all that other stuff so we'll be talking about that when we get around to talking to him about 15 after the hour so anyway we're going to take a break right now and after we get back we're going to do the astral celebrities of the week this is the jupiter rising show right here on kknw alternative talk radio Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now... 
We're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Find our app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and take us with you wherever you go. Alternative Talk AM 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show. I have a live read here from Ms. Angela Probst, who is an aromatherapist. She is, uh, well, this is her message. You Do you hate getting sick and want to stay well? I want to breeze through this winter without catching all the crud that's out there. Yep, I sure do. And you're going to want to reach out to Angela with Young Living Essentials Oils via text or call 253-278-1599. She'll totally help you out. Aromatherapy, it's good What's for good. It's good for what ails you. And she's got a special event coming up here on January 19th. It's going to be a rally to talk about to everybody that comes about living essential oils and aromatherapy. It'll be from, I believe, 10 to 1 o'clock. It will be at the Fife Community Center. I believe it's 3111 or 3114 East 54th Street in Tacoma or in Fife. So it's a special event that's coming up this next month. A lot of people are going to it, too. I think it's really great. It's a good place to find out about what essential oils are all about, and they're very good for you. So... There you go. And now, this is the Celebrity of the Week. Okay, and I didn't tell you who I put on here because I thought it surprised everybody. And I picked the trifecta from this week. Nancy Pelosi, Donald Trump, and Chuck Schirmer. Because if you didn't see the conference that happened in the White House earlier this week, it was really quite something to watch. And so um, I figured, let's put these three together and see how they affect each other. So anyway, did you pick up anything? Did you? I thought the interesting thing with um, Chuck is the fact that he does have Saturn squaring his sun and moon coming up big oh, time. Right. At the same time, he's getting ready to go through his Saturn return. Oh, really? Yeah. The Saturn return, huh? Yes. Okay, I'm looking at that. And so he's got that coming up as well. And... His chart, as far as his Mars, comes right out on top of Donald's Pluto. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of a little battle that goes on between them. Yeah. And, you know, if you watch the interview, it was they were trying to figure out who was going to be on top. (laughs) Well, I mean, not that way, but who was trying to win the argument. Yeah, I know. The the debate. Yeah, that's basically right. You know, and and, uh, you know, it's like to what did each person bring to the table, you know, and mm-hmm. and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer brought the government to the table because they know more about it than anybody else does. And one of the things that I noticed, and I picked out the chart because it was so interesting, is that Nancy Pelosi being in Aries, by the way, her birthday is March 26, 1940. She's right. born the year of the dragon. I know because that's what I am too. So they're pretty feisty. And so we don't have a birth time for her, but she's born in Baltimore, Maryland. And she has Mars at 25 degrees Taurus, you know. And there's old Don Trump has Midheaven at 24 Taurus. So I thought, ooh, ooh, be like prod, prodding, prodding, prodding. But it can also be a prod can be something that, puts action to things that yeah. you didn't expect to do. Yes, exactly. So it, I do think it was rather interesting that she made the comment, you know, I think it's time for 
the news to get on top of what the Americans need instead yes. of all this bickering crap that's going on. You're right. Yeah. So now uh, I do find Schumer's uh, Mercury rather interesting too, sitting there at uh, Scorpio, two degrees. Okay. That means that Uranus is going to be pushing as far as the opposite side of that big time. Mm -hmm. This guy's got a lot coming up in this next year. Yeah, he does. A lot. A lot. Yeah. A lot of people leaving his world, so that's kind of interesting. He, he may be leaving uh, the political field or something yeah, as far what as what that looks too. like. Yeah, I was thinking that too. And, you know, with um, Nancy Pelosi, in most of her chart is in Aries and Taurus. That's pretty yeah. much it. That's it. You know, and so she's somebody who is going to be talking about the money, you know, where the well, money is going to be outlaid. She's going to be on top of that, you know, with all that stuff in Taurus. But she got Saturn. And well, Uranus she does have Uranus Venus. coming to the Saturn, which is going to kind of yeah. upset her oh, house, man, too. I tell you, I, you I just mean, mentioned that before we went on the air. That's going to that's going to shake her foundation somehow. I was going to say it's going to unhinge her. It's going to make her belief system come out different than what we oh, yeah. Yeah. have seen in the past, that's for sure. I mean, it's like she'd probably be sitting there talking, and she has her dad in her head, right? You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's a Saturn thing. You know, he says, well, now we got to save money first. Saturn and, you know, and Taurus, we definitely got to save money. And then here's, here's Uranus coming up to this, mm -hmm. and it's like, forget that. He says, I'm going to just say what's right. You know, right for me, not necessarily right for my dad, but it'd be like him, her liberating from her, both her parents, you mm -hmm. know. And even though she's in her late, doesn't matter when you liberate from your parents, it can happen at any age, you know. So she's in her, like her late 70s now, I think, right? She's probably up for adoption. She's maybe even an orphan. <laughs> she's up for adoption. Parents are dead. <laughs> oh, we all, I mean, who's you didn't dead? know you were up for adoption, no, did you? No, I didn't know. Now that. you know. I'm an orphan too. Yeah, so am I. Yeah, so most of us are at this age. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So yeah, I mean. <clears throat> Forget the, I want to get married. I want to be adopted. I want to be adopted. I want to have a home and family. <laughs> Take care of me. Take care of me. And swaddle my booty. What? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Anyway. So, anyway, I, I think that um, if they continue to have any more meetings like this, and, of course, Trump invited the press to come in and watch, and I think... Um, that the other two were a little bit, ooh, I don't know if we want that or not. Yeah. Yeah, they were saying, I think we should do our, our debating in private, you know, next mm -hmm. time. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and Trump was talking about, well, we want transparency. That seems to be an interesting word for him. He uses that a lot. So does his son, too, I noticed. You know, transparency. He wants everything out there. So he said. Well, in all reality, We've had way too much hidden from the American people. That's very true. And so that kind of agenda, I think, is what he's where he's coming I, from. That's what I figured, because too. Because yeah. what's going on so in America, most hidden? people don't have a clue yeah. how the money system works. Right. If you ask them where the money comes from, how it's created and all that, they don't have a clue. No, they don't. And it's, I mean, I don't have a clue about it. But well, having been a stockbroker for 22 years and yeah. knowing the SEC and oh, yeah. teaching the SEC rules and regulation, right. uh, you learn all that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I worked for a stock brokerage back in the 80s. When see it was a different cool. picture on it once you know I, it all. I kind of, and I don't even know it all, but I sure saw yeah. a different picture. Yeah, I saw a lot of stuff going on there when yeah. I worked at a stock brokerage. And that was in the 80s when it was boom market. It was really boom. Mm-hmm. And it was well, I started, a lot of greed. I started one month before... Uh, the 500-point crash in 87. Oh, you did? Oh, that's yes. when I started. So I was just in the, you know, in the that's start of the whole thing. I really didn't have many clients or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. So everyone that day was just going frantic, and yeah. I'm walking around eating a Snicker bar, and I said, <laughs> yeah, everyone's in a <laughs> roar, and I'm just eating a Snicker bar. And I thought, yeah, I'm just snickering. <laughs> and so I contacted Mars Candy Bar and told them, and so they sent me tons of candy <laughs> and all these free uh, vouchers to hand out to the Which office. You do something. You have a Jupiter-Uranus square, right? Yep. That's probably what that is. You do something unexpected, and you just get completely re- get more than what you want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. So anyway, we get. We have lots a, of chocolate in the yeah, office. There's a lot of I chocolate. That's right. Okay. Anyway, we got to take a break here real quick. And when we get back, we're going to be talking to Tony White. So this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Hi, this is a live read for Ms. Wanda Buckner. Wanda Buckner draws from her extensive experience, psychic gifts, and in-depth training to help people and animals to overcome difficult problems. Find a fresh perspective, change your future, and achieve physical and emotional relief. Distance and in-person sessions are regularly 125. And during the holidays, Wanda is offering two sessions for $225 or three sessions for $325. Purchase now as gifts for yourself or for your friends to use anytime in 2019. So contact Wanda through her website at wandabuckner.com or call or text her at 360-491-3187. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer, and our co-host Doug Johnston is here. And it's fun to be here, especially with Tony. And Tony is here too. Tony, we're going to officially introduce you and welcome to the show. Hello again, everyone, and thank you, Eileen and Doug. Oh, nice to be back. Yeah, That's good. I hope you all notice he's got that Texas accent. Yep. <laughs> yeah, right there. Yep. Yes, he does. Southern Texas. Yeah. Southern Texas. <laughs> How does a Britishman do it, a Texas imitation? Oh, please don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would not like this to be on record. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Uh, I see. Ask me to do any British accent and dialect I can do then. But. Oh, that, that's good. That, that may be called upon later on. So anyway. Okay, so Tony, we, since we've last seen you, which was a few months ago, you've started a whole bunch of new projects, right? Mm-hmm. Sagittarius so, Rising. Most oh, yeah. of my planet's in the ninth house, so there's a oh, million yeah. ideas. A million ideas. <laughs> yeah, And you all do it with really high spunk and optimism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. How long have you been an animator? Yeah. Oh, how long have I been alive? Um... No, I've, I think probably since I got into the industry back in the 1970s, uh, 1970-ish. Oh, a long time. Around mm-hmm. that time. 
And uh, and incidentally, uh, even though I didn't know it at the time, I set my studio up on my sudden return. And he still looks like he's 30. I know, doesn't he, though? <laughs> even with the white hair. Only on the outside, trust me. You have me. a on very young-looking <laughs> face. <laughs> <laughs> well, you started that on your I started my return. studio on my sudden return. Very, very interesting. And I didn't know about sudden returns at that point. I, did uh-huh. a, I, and I studied astrology, but I didn't know about sudden returns. And, yeah. And that just, oh, look. Oh, look, stuff happens in my life exactly <laughs> as my chart shows. Yes, it, yes, it does. <laughs> How about that? It's Surprise. always amazing. Yeah, it is. I, I think the secret is not to live your life by your chart. Uh-huh. No. For me, what I do, I don't look at my chart very often. I don't either. Um, I don't either. But I go into the adventure of life, and then yeah. something happens, and I think, okay, let's get some go reference Go see where that this. is. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you have a whole lot of chaos going on. Yeah. Doing that, I was changes. actually flying to Br- England. And I was looking at uh, my chart and I'm going back in different time in the ephemeris as far as what was being hit. And I was sitting there and laughing over it. And finally, this woman goes, I want to see what that book is all about because you (laughs) seem to be enjoying it way too much. (laughs) So I handed it to her and she goes, I don't get it at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that was an ephemeris, right? Yeah. Those, oh. That was the days when we had ephemeris and we looked at We still use them. Oh, you still one. do. I didn't I know them yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I still use them for researching yeah. my book. Yeah. I it's, have to. It's so much quicker. You don't have to find an internet and plug in someplace yeah, and all that kind true. of stuff. Yeah. You I look keep at promising it myself to get one. I've got it on my app. Yeah. I got an app for it, but yeah. you know, it takes so long. I do too. I've got an app on the computer yeah, as well. But you can't flick pages quickly and see where yeah. the planets are going. Yep. I, I found the one on astro.com. It's for 9,000 years, just what I yeah. need. <laughs> you know, but yeah. hey, you never know uh, when I'm going to need something for <clears throat> right around the time of Christ's birth or something. But yeah, I mean, for my book that I'm writing, I need to have an ephemeris to look up exact <clears throat> dates when planets were stationing. Because uh, it's the only way you can find it. Mm-hmm. We're probably all of that generation when we actually calculated charts with ephemeris. Uh oh, I didn't. Sorry. I didn't either. Okay, oh, I you didn't. didn't. No, I didn't. I came oh. in way after that. Yeah, me too. With logarithms and everything, I've forgotten yeah. it all now. I don't yes. ask me, but yeah. I used to do hand-created charts when right. I first started using no, the ephemeris and getting a headache. I've right. never bothered with that. I just go to the computer and get the chart. Yeah, mm. that's right. Me too. Well, way back in the. When I started studying astrology, there were no computers. Yeah. Ah, well, see, you yeah. jumped the gun you on us. You jumped both of yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. You, because Doug and I kind of, our, li- our lives have paralleled a little yes. bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. You just mentioned about starting to work for a stock brokerage in 87. That's about when I started doing it. Uh-huh. And then 1990, I started doing astrology. So did you. Well, so we, yeah, our charts, we're both Leo rising. Yeah, oh, they okay. are. Yeah, okay. so the timing is kind of interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah. We both have Aries at the Midheaven. Yeah, we do. So mm-hmm. it's an interesting Yeah, it is. Coincidental We're jockeying thing. for position. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> are you compatible? Have, <laughs> we both have Jupiter at the Midheaven. Yeah, we right. do. Oh, right. Yeah. So You have Jupiter in Pisces, though, right? No. Oh, it's in Aries? Aries. Oh, so do I. Okay. Cool. I have North Node in Pisces. Ah, me too. Very right at the beginning of the sign. So, yeah, years would have... Yeah, it would have been later on. So it's just as it was leaving Pisces and going into uh, Cancer and and Capricorn. Yeah, there. I my my nodes are. It depends on what house system you use. It's well, either we zero know degree, which one you have to use. Yeah, I, yeah. it's either zero Pisces <laughs> or it's twenty nine Aquarius. That yeah. depends on you know if I'm using the 
the porphyry or the um what's the other one placidus that's it's 29 aquarius depends what outcome one you want and then you yeah. can choose the house system yeah, that i do there you know, yeah that <laughs> always going, makes okay, it right which one do i want today yeah. you know because i kind of look at the pisces thing and kind of go yeah I, i'm learning a lot by letting go mm. that's for sure but also the aquarius for for astrology so it kind of both apply mm-hmm. now are you going yeah. i want to ask tony as far yeah. as with your animation thing that you've got going are you going to be doing all of the planets on this animation thing like you showed us with your son coming up? Um, that was just uh, just that was just uh, for a commercial I'm making. Okay. So I'm not featuring all the characters and all, all the signs and, and all the... What, si- what, because you, what I, symbols are, are you using? Um, I'm just using fun images that relate to astrology. Okay. Because it's not teaching astrology. Now, when you go to the course I've done... It's much more specific. I use images and things, not animation, because that would be like three f- movies that I'd have to make to animate. Oh, yeah, but, it, but I use a, images. For a class, it could really be something interesting, because yeah. Yeah. them being able to see that motion and the imprint on their brain as yeah. far as how that would it would have a big effect. Right. I, I, and I think that's how I see what I'm trying to do, because I don't claim to be a master astro- uh, astrologer at all. Yeah. I, I would claim that I know a bit about animation, but what I want to do is bring the two together mm-hmm. and reach out to people who know nothing about astrology, who think they know what it is, and yeah. we all know it's not what they think it is. That's right. And if I can bring, not necessarily humor, but if I can bring this very uh, accessible right. imagery right, and a little bit of humor here and there, but right. for serious Subject. I think people will learn it better and oh, definitely. learn about themselves. If better. you can see it, the visual it? of it, it makes the whole it's impacts you rather than yeah. reading about it or understanding on a level, but you see it, yeah. then it goes into a different lobe of the brain, I think, because well. you have that one drawing of Saturn and Venus. Cracks me <laughs> well, up. Saturn doing. is sitting on Venus, of course, <laughs> you know, and I went, oh, that's so perfect, you know, because I, uh, Saturn does that. My, my favorite is Sun Cancer, where yeah. Cancer's hugging yeah. the breath out of the sun. And that, <laughs> it, it just, that one struck me as being yeah, This cool. is your Star Tunes. So uh, yeah, everyone I've, knows it's Star Tunes. That's he, your website. Yeah, the uh, Star Tunes with a Z. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, um, and what's the name of the book that goes with this? Um, Secret Life of Stars is my introduction to Secret That's how it all Life. started. Secret Life of Stars. This is the book is, that you were bringing me. Um, <laughs> no, no, that's the book I oh, forgot to bring tell you. Oh, that's that to him <laughs> right on the air. Oh, my. Okay. Oh, just, yeah. you know. Okay, I'm leaving now, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> he just no, turned a shade back. red. No, yes, a did. shade redder than what he was. They're actually carrying me out right now. <laughs> 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 you can't see it. I know. Just as well. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness it's um, radio. It, right? it will come to you, I promise. And it's, but, but the book title is? The Secret Life of Stars, and it's an introduction Secret to astrology for what I call the astrologically challenged people yeah. uh-huh. who know nothing about it. So mm-hmm. they can get it on Amazon? Uh, you can get it on my webs via my website. Secret Stars. Okay. Startoons.com. Yeah. Uh, I've got a couple. So there's, and then I, from from the book, I created the Oracle cards, which are kind of like They're interesting. Cards, They're very all. interesting. Yeah. yeah. So there's a book for that now. Yeah. Okay. I just, I think the your drawings are marvelous. I love this, what you've done. Yeah. I yeah. think it's fun. Yeah. And I can see where people can learn from it. They're Very so easy. funny. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. It's and like flashcards for learning astrology. It is. That's exactly yeah. what it's like. Well, exactly that's why I, I like. originally created the, the deck of cards 
as flashcards because it, it there's 120 of them and they depict the 10 planets in each of the 12 signs. Right. And there's a card with some keywords for each one. And the original idea was for students, I would advise students take one per day, learn what the meaning of that card is, carry it with you. Mm-hmm. And as you go out in the world, you'll see it unfolding in front of your eyes. You'll see it in one way or another. You'll say, right. oh, that's Mars in Cancer. Oh, yeah, yeah I see Jupiter in Scorpio. Yeah. I see it. And yeah. and that way you absorb it organically much better and you learn the cards. But then my wife said to me, I wonder if you can, I wonder if the, you can do readings with these. And I said, I don't know. And she started doing readings and she's amazing yes. at it. Way better than I am. Yep. And, no, uh, I, and I suddenly thought, oh, here's another dimension. Yes. And, the, and the really, I have to tell you this story because this one had tears in my eyes. Um, when I do the shows, one, one of my things is I spread the cards and, and newcomers come up to my table and I'll say, pick a card. Let's just see what your vibe of the day is. Not, not astrology, but let's just see what the cards are going to. So they'll pick a card, and there's a quick interpretation. And I would say 80% of the time, they can take it immediately. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And then mm-hmm. 20% of the time, they'll say, I don't really know. But I said, we'll see how it unfolds. And a lot of them come back to me at the next show and say, you know, if I pick that card. Well, the very next day, and yeah. it's really weird. But one one day, two people, two Two uh, females came up to me, one younger, one older. And the young one was very shy, wouldn't say anything. And I said to her, you know, please pick a card. And she was very reluctant. I said, go on, it's not going to hurt you or anything. So she picked, bite. <laughs> and she, she picked a card, um, Jupiter in Gemini. Oh. And I said, this is telling me, this, what I feel, this is, you've, you've got to start speaking up. There's a lot in you that needs to come out and you need to express yourself. And she kind of bowed her head and didn't say a word. Mm-hmm. And then the elder one said, can I pick a card? Can I pick a card? So she picked a card, Saturn in Gemini. So, <laughs> so I, said to her, I said, okay, please, I'm not, being, I'm not being rude here, but you need but to stop talking so much. Today. You know, I'm hearing this and I want to hear this. And, and, but, but the amazing thing is they looked at each other and they start having tears in their eyes. And I said, can you share with me what this what what your story is? And the older one said, well, I'm her mother. And since childhood, she's had a speech impediment and a learning difficulty and she can't speak. And she's just gone into therapy and they're telling her she has to talk more and I have to stop talking for her. And and then I had tears in my eyes because that yeah. how That's the so cards perfect. do that I don't that know. It's beautiful. It's yeah. perfect. <laughs> just it, it talks, doesn't yeah, it? it does. Yeah. It really it's just does. Amazing. I don't know how it happened because when I drew the cards, I never thought they would have that dimension yeah. to them. I right. think that just about anyone that has that desire to know things about astrology would get a lot out oh, of yeah. your cards. Definitely. No question about it. Yeah, yeah. I think I it's too. a marvelous set yeah. that you created. Mm-hmm. I remember I was doing some layouts of the cards for myself when I first got them using one of your, your recommended layouts. And I laid them all out. And I had about, out of like 15 cards, I had about 10 Saturn cards. <laughs> I went, oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Slow down, dear. Uh-huh. You know? And then the next reading a few days later, it was all Jupiter cards. Mm. So I I'm sort of looked at it that way. I said, there's a theme here mm. that is playing itself out. You know, Jupiter means, okay, now you were being conservative. Now jump ahead and, mm-hmm. and jump into opportunities. You Take know, your and foot off the brake and yeah, put down exactly, the accelerator. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, that's exactly what I did. Mm. Yeah, so it made a huge difference. Terrific. Yeah, it was wonderful. <laughs> awesome. Okay, we got to take another break here. When we get back, we're going to talk to Tony about more stuff because <laughs> he's got lots of stuff going on. So this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. 
Hi, this is a live read for Guess Who? Tony White! Yes, okay. Have you figured your life out yet? Have you figured it out yet, uh, Tony and uh, Doug? Still trying. I'm working on it. Okay, good. All right. (laughs) Sometimes life can be challenging and we don't always make the best decisions. You might want to get a little help with astrology. Astrology may not give you all the answers, but it will give you a great deal of self-understanding. And with that, you'll definitely be able to make better life decisions for yourself. So why not check out Tony White's Star Tunes website today? Astrological charts, readings, and reports all will help you figure out life just that little bit better. So go visit startunes.com. That's tunes with a Z, not an S. www.startunes.com. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. Get inspired. Every hour, right here on Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKAW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer, and I have my co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston. As always, I'm here. Yep. I do like that last ad as far as Z instead of an S. He wrote that. Reminds me of... Liza Minnelli. (laughs) That's a Z, not an S. (laughs) That's good, yeah. Okay, so anyway, where were we in our conversation? I don't know. Um, We were just finishing up with the cards. The cards, cards, the imprint of pulling those cards and coming out with a... Yeah, Saturn in Gemini and uh, that was phenomenal. Jupiter in Gemini. I mean, that's yeah, that was phenomenal. Very interesting story. Yeah, I, I've you've seen you've seen the astrodites, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking that they're very similar to the cards that you have, mm-hmm. except I think there's because you have more of the visual there and you have the, the suggestion as to what the card means. It's a little bit more thought provoking than the astrodites is. I mean, as far as doing a reading for somebody. I mean, those two cards that you pulled and the cards that I pulled on two successive times was just like, I mean, how many Saturn charts can I get here? I mean, every well. Saturn, 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 Saturn. <laughs> I went, Eesh. okay. And so I said, no matter what, it, it was, I was looking at the big picture of it, you know, mm-hmm. saying that's just a lot. I'm going to just refrain from making any l- big moves right now. So yeah, yeah. I think literally looking at the big picture, the the you know a picture is worth a thousand words, and it's yes. so true. Yeah, and um, I think people even without reading the words on the card, just yeah. look at the pictures. They they communicate. That's what I wanted. Yeah. They communicate a message. Well, your little animation this morning definitely. Oh spoke yes, loud definitely. Yeah, well that's the, the next level. So what I always say is, if if a picture is worth a thousand words, imagine what happens when it's moving. That's right. And, and that's yeah, the next magical. dimension of it. What, yeah. Now, what's the next project you're working on since we're, t- we're segueing right into that? Okay. Um, well, there's two things that uh, the one I'm doing right now is the commercial I was telling you about. And there I'm exploring different types of animation and uh, ways of expressing astrology through animation. But something I'm going to start in 2019 is something I'm really excited by. I'm going to make um, 
a film, a short film in the first instance about Nicholas Culpepper, who was the famous 17th century herbalist astrologer mm-hmm. in England, mm-hmm. who was effectively written out of um, written out of history because he was really he fought for Cromwell in the Civil War, mm-hmm. and he took on the medical profession. He took on everyone. He mm-hmm. was a tremendous rebel for for good. Mm-hmm. He was kind of a Robin Hood in. I, I would say healing and astrological terms. He took on everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet he was written out of history because he made so many enemies. They ba- and he died pretty young mm-hmm. in his 40s. Um, they pretty much wrote him out of all history. So uh, the only things that remain are the, the fake news that they said about him at the time, oh, right. which is that he was a dr- womanizer and a drunk and, oh, yeah. and all, all those good, things. And he was none of, of those life. things. He was the most amazing. So they were man. doing that back then, too. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. They just <laughs> yes. didn't have Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see. Yeah, all that stuff rises but, to but the, the top of the But the, the one thing that I, nobody knows about Culpepper I've never it's, heard well, his name before. Well, two things. I've heard his name before. His, his book, Culpepper's Herbal, is still available and published today from the 17th century. His, okay. And, and it's full of uh, natural remedies written in the old language of Fs instead of Ss and oh, things right. like that. But he, what he does, he, or he did, he attributed to every herb that was a healing herb uh, an astrological uh, uh, um, assignment. Mm-hmm. So he would say, what were Jupiter herbs and Mars ones and and uh, the t- he used those to diagnose the kinds of illnesses people were having, not specifically, but in general terms. So mm-hmm. if you're constipated, take this herb because it's a Mars. Uh, it'll open you <laughs> up, yeah, to, to some degree. <laughs> or a Pluto sign to but it. S- yeah, right. Centipods worked anyway, so you know. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> um, but the medical profession at the time were pretty much bleeding people yes. to death. Mm-hmm. It, it, and charging huge amounts of money. It was very similar to They today. had such strange practice. Yeah, it's it just like unreal. Big Pharma today, yeah. Yeah. making huge amounts of money on the That's all about to change, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The, the, I think the whole concept of all that's about to be yeah. written out. Yeah. When you say that he was written out of history, it goes to show whoever lives the longest gets to do the final chapter. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Maybe he'll yeah. come back, too. Well, I think he'll definitely... And I, he popped up... He popped up in my life because I was taught by a noblest astrologer who I believe oh, in a very fanciful way. And I'm not saying I'm absolutely committed to this, but in a fanciful way, I thought that man who taught me could have been a reincarnation of Nicholas Culpepper. Mm-hmm. He was so like him in many Will ways. You, when you say that, you know, the largest plant library in the world is sitting in South Korea. Oh, really? A guy really? by the name of Bill Lee owns it. Mm. Big Pharma wanted to buy it away from him and he told him no. Yeah, good He's, for him. He also owns 62% of all aloe. Oh, wow. Mm. So anything that's got aloe in, yeah. all the top Comes mm-hmm. from 500 companies are buying from him. Right. Wow. And he's got it down where he can, he knows that he's got six hours from the time the leaf is cut so that it's processed and it doesn't lose its strength. Mm. That's interesting. Terrific. Yeah. He's an interesting man to talk to. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have his number. I'd have him on the show for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goody. <laughs> I could probably get it. Oh, that would be cool. Oh, you can ask him if he'll fund my film. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you yeah. just never know. Yeah. yeah. The, other, the other thing I'd just go on about Culpepper is that I, I came across him before I came over here in 98. I was listening to the BBC radio, and they, it was a ra- just a random interview. I was listening to um, the head of the 
the Royal College of Midwives in England, mm -hmm. was mm -hmm. talking, and she was just talking about practice today and everything. And then she referred, she said, and not many people know this, but there was a man in the 17th century called Nicholas Culpepper, and nobody knows very much about him anymore, but he actually wrote, wrote the first book on midwifery. Oh, my God. And that was at a time when the medical profession, in, in its infinite wisdom, was saying at childbirth, if there was a problem at childbirth, it's okay to kill the, 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 uh, the woman because God wants the child to be born. That's oh. why the child's being born, but the woman's expendable. And so he wrote and said, no, 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 it's not that. And he wrote this book of midwifery, which was uh, uh, instructions for prenatal instructions for birth and um, looking after mother and child after birth. And anyway, this um, head of the uh, Royal College of Midwives in England said, um, do you know that man, that book he wrote, pretty much the majority of it is still in practice today. Interesting. Well, I'm sure a lot of women are glad that he wrote it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Probably <laughs> are. Absolutely sure. Yeah. And some babies as well. Yeah. Yes, and some babies too. Yeah. Yes, I would agree with that. Wow. But, yeah, so he was a remarkable man and I and I just felt it's something I've always wanted to do and I wanted to do an animated film about that. I mean, it would be okay to make uh, an, a, a live action film, but I think animation, the way I want to do it um, I want to treat it as if I was a 17th century animator mm -hmm. and I want to animate it in the style of the 17th century imagery and artwork and prints and things like that. That's awesome. Um, so it will be totally unique. So what I'm doing next year is making a short version of the film and but which is self-contained, but in, in, in the hope that that will then attract finance for the full-length movie. Because mm -hmm. that, uh, that could be an incredible movie because there, there's a lot of intrigue in it and, and a, a lot of um, dark, a lot of Plutonian stuff in the history. Moon, moon and yeah. When you did this little clip that you showed us, how how do you do that? I mean, do you do Pencil this all drawings. on the computer? No, no. no. I finish yes, it on the hand. computer, but everything, I'm a tactile, old-fashioned, they call it old-school animation. Um, I just draw pencil on paper. Um, you, you block out your key positions in animation first. And, and do a pose test just with key positions. And when you're happy with the pose test, then you start putting the in-between drawings that link them all. And then you'll film what they call a pencil test, which is the actual animation in pencil form. And when that's okay, there's an inking process where all the drawings are then inked in the final style. And, uh, and my wife loves doing that, so I've got a perfect assistant on that <laughs> oh, stage of the production. Well, yeah, it was great. So anyone that hasn't seen it, trust me, it was marvelous okay. to watch. <laughs> yeah, it was. And, it was. and it's just trying to capture through animation the spirit also of what the So your, mo your whole image. movie will be animated. The whole movie will be animated. But there will be, uh, the, the full-length movie will, will be real drama, but it echoes so much today the position so of... What well, he's telling you is that King Arthur's going to come alive in the <laughs> movie because he's going back in that time period, yeah. and it's all going to be understood for the first time what Guinevere was really up to. <laughs> no, that's the next movie. Oh, <laughs> oh no, my but God. it, but it, and it's not a cartoon film. I, that's another thing I have to. It's like, uh, you it's know, we cartoons, all have to explain to people what astrology is because yeah. they think it's the other thing. Well, that's yeah. why King Arthur's right, the right. perfect movie yeah. for you to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, it can also be great storytelling. Animation can also be great storytelling oh, sure, sure. and have really great depths of drama that's not even been covered, not even in some of the best films. Right, exactly. There are some pretty dark 
animated films out there. Grave of the Fireflies, if anyone wants, a, you have to have Kleenex with it. Oh. Yeah. A box of Kleenex because it's so sad. Yeah. Oh. Uh, beautiful film in animation. Not one, I don't think there's a laugh in it. Yeah. It's just so powerful. It will just break your heart. Yeah, I've wow. read about this one form of animation. It's called anime. Yeah. What is that? Well, anim- anime has become a kind of, uh, I'm going to get murdered by people by saying it's kind of a cliche Uh-oh. style, uh, big eyes and shiny shiny eyes, and it's very much um, originated more from the Japanese industry. Oh, I see. But it, it has evolved by my favorite filmmaker of the time, uh, Hayao Miyazaki, mm-hmm. who's made some wonderful films, including Spirited Away, which won an Oscar, mm-hmm. was the first overseas animated film to win an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has evolved the technique, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, the indus- the anime industry is big, and it sells a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's it's formulaic. It's just like Hollywood. It's formulaic. Okay. And it's found its groove, and a lot of people follow it. Mm-hmm. I have to tell my animation students who always, uh, I say always, ninety <laughs> percent of them will come with their portfolio and they'll be full of anime drawings. Yeah. And I'll say, okay, the first thing you've got to do is not do anime drawings. Yeah. Because everyone does those and employers, studios, animation studios will look at those. 99% of animation studios will look at that and say, oh, anime, goodbye kind of yeah. thing. They've seen so much. It's like superheroes. It's, sort of, it's a trendy it's, thing right yeah, now. Yeah. But <laughs> it could be something that may end up going away. I, I don't think it'll go away. It'll always have a tradition. Yeah. And there's some wonderful, wonderful art in it. Yeah. But it's not my thing. Yeah. I, I want to see animation go into new areas now. Okay. And, and yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's fabulous. <coughs> That's fabulous. Mm. Okay. So we're going to take another. Ro- Do you have a question? No. Okay. We're going to take a break really quick. When we come back, we're going to finish up with you. I want to figure out um, actually what you're doing right now and the classes that you're doing mm-hmm. online. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. So this is Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to best practitioner Dr. Nels Rasmussen, we cover the world of animals. This week, December 16th, it's Behavior Training and Healing Sunday with me. As an animal behavior therapist and trainer, I'd love to hear from you with any questions you have about behavior training or healing, and you can also call in about any animal-related issue or cause you'd like to talk about. Open phone lines throughout the show. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 11. Hi, this is for Ms. Grace Sequoia. She's the owner of a wild dryad. She's a Kabbalistic tarot reader. She's a psychic instructor, speaker, and intuitive artistry she does. And she does earth stuff too. And she's located at Creative Workspaces in Linwood. And her new office number is 206-487-3190. And on Mondays from 1 until 4, she's at the Vision Quest Bookstore 6915 Evergreen Way in Everett, Washington. And the phone number there is 425-252-1591. And now a live read for Samantha Blodale, Reiki and Aura Specialist and the heck of a good cake baker. Yeah, nothing like a Beulah May. Nothing like it. I'm going to just put that in her ad from now on. (laughs) hope she doesn't mind that. (laughs) Next time she's here, we're going to get her to do that. She'd just giggle. I know. Anyway, so she's a Reiki practitioner, and she has does readings in Mount Vernon as well as Reiki classes. Her address is 300 South 1st Street, 
two, number 206 in Mount Vernon, Washington, 98273. And you can actually get more information from her if you contact her at 206-403-0283. And right now, she's doing a My Birthday Holiday Giveaway. Win a one and a, to a one-and-a-half-hour reading for free. Okay, you just enter by going to www.soulsupper.com and click on the contact page, fill in name, email and comment box type giveaway. The drawing is on December 7th. So if you want to get a hold of her again or you want to enter into the drawing, you go to 206-403-0283. Going our own way every day. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And we are talking to Mr. Tony White. And he's on our show. He's a very special guest of ours. And he's been on our show now three times. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's very yep. cool. Yeah. So I'm amazed you wanted me back. You <laughs> shouldn't be amazed. It's very, you bring something new every time. So you it's do. always it cool. Is. Yeah. I, because I remember when he was at the Lakewood metaphysical group you know and usually that's kind of a lower key group it's not really excitable but when he came in and he set it up and all these things they all started to get crazy and they were all clapping and yaying and all that. I said, my you God. mean they didn't get crazy? They got excited. They got well. That too. let's let's not I've put them in the crazy group. <laughs> <laughs> well, crazy excited. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, they did. They were really animated. And at the end of this thing, as well, thank you for Tony White and everybody's a huge round of applause. And I said, I'd never seen that before because of the stuff that what he does is he has his. Your work appeals to the inner child for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really does. It does me. The first time I saw it, I just started giggling, you know. And, and I thought, well, you know, um, if we can all go back and get re-in-contact with something from our childhood that gave us great joy, yeah. you know, and whether there's cartoons or something the cartoons represent, and particularly the little icons for the planets, I mean, that had me look at astrology a whole new way. Mm. You know, to see the funny side of, it's hard to believe, to see Pluto in a funny way, that's not funny. But, you know, it's kind of funny when you do it. So, yeah, and when I saw the the Saturn and, and Venus together in that one uh, layout that you do, and Saturn sitting on Venus, <laughs> just thought, yes, that's right, that's exactly right. So, I mean, it's just in that one picture you totally gave what Saturn and Venus means. Mm-hmm. Boom. Just mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Just having one sitting on the other. Yeah. Well, yeah. like he said, a picture says a thousand words. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, the, right. Inter- the interesting thing, I did, I did pretty much all those in about a month. Yeah. But it was a hard month. It was like 14 hours a day. Oh, wow. A week. And um, it's interesting how the images just popped into my head. It, it wasn't, you know, yeah. I, I, I'm not saying I channeled them or anything, yeah. but it, I, I have this, even when I work in... <coughs> regular animation projects, um, I can actually see what I want to, to create in my head. I, I right. see it like a, pic, a screen mm-hmm. in my head. Yeah. And so all those images just popped into my head. Yeah. Um, if, if I was struggling with any, I'd just move on. Yeah. And I have this thing that's always been true of my, my, my magic hour is the early hours of the morning, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I wake up at 3, 4, 5 o'clock. Well, that's o'clock. very typical for artistic people, I've yeah. heard. 
Yeah. And um, and it just got to the point where I, I have to get up and do it. I yeah. can't go back to sleep That's when I've right. got something. Right, so, exactly. You know, so I was, I was on a roll with all those things. But, uh, you know, and I, and I I was intrigued to see the re- reaction I get from people mm-hmm. because they'd not seen it before, with no. astro- at least it related to astrology. Nobody's right. seen that before. Right. And as long as I can keep the integrity of the astrology within it, yeah. I think it's a good way of reaching people. It's a good way to teach people. Yeah. Yeah, because you're reaching them through life experience. Yeah. You know. And and, go on, sorry. No. When you see a Saturn and Venus, rather than giving them a long verbiage around it, you just show it in a picture. There it is. It's right Mm -hmm. there in front of you. And you say, well, what does that picture look like to you? Well, it looks like Saturn is sort of sitting on Venus and it's trying to stop it from doing something. <gasps> well, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what it's about, yeah. you know. Oh, and back. Yeah. It's, and it's not a bad thing. It's just, a, you know, it's just kind of experienced that way. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Saturn on Venus, that could mean you stop spending money. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Yeah. Be responsible for it. That could have been another way to, to mm-hmm. view it, too. Yeah. But there's a whole lot of variations on that yeah, theme. Oh, shades of meaning to it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that was another a big challenge I had because sometimes I had several images for some of I these. Could, yeah. And I had to pick what is the one that communicates best. Yeah. But the, of course, there are whole shades of other ones that yeah. you could go into. Yeah, because that Saturn on Venus, that could say, stop being so promiscuous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or just wait till you get married, honey, when you're 45. <laughs> or, or, in, or in some cases, it's somebody who's just very mean in terms of their affectionate nature. That's, That's right. true. Exactly. They're just cold. Or very cold with their money. They're yeah. a Scrooge. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. So, so but it's also being responsible with your money, too. Yeah. You know, says don't go out and spend it so much. Yeah. You know, just reserve it for the things you really need. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that's, it teaches self-discipline, mm. you know, and... And see, there's so much you can just, like, you just take that one little point and it explodes out into mm-hmm. all this information mm-hmm. that can apply to anybody or anybody who has a Saturn-Venus aspect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really fascinating. And, I think I, and that's really where, when I went to my courses, my online courses, that's, that's. Yeah, the, so I was that was ask the next you about step. that. Yeah. Cause I, I do I, have I, an aspect, you know, with Saturn-Venus. Yes, oh. I know mine's you sextile. Do. <laughs> you have oh, a okay. sextile? Okay. Yeah. And I have Saturn and Libra, which is like saying that in one sign. But, I mean, that's a whole generation of people that had that. So, but not really. I mean, it, it's not that noticeable. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so, I, all those drawings, or most of those drawings started in the book, Secret Life of Stars. And, and if they weren't in the book, they ended up in the card deck. But once I started seeing those reactions, I suddenly thought, oh, People are visual people, especially today. It's all online and, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, electronic or digital. Um, so I thought maybe I should do a course like that, and that's why I've developed the course. Okay. Um, and I, I, so I've got startoons.com, but I've got startoonsacademynow.com. Oh. That's so cool. And I th- saw and that on your website. Yeah. And, and then you, you can go there. But you haven't seen it. I've got all the new courses on there. Now, there's some free ones on there. There's one called Discovering Your Inner Star Child. Ooh. Which basically explains in a simple visual way the birth chart. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't do any readings or it doesn't do the planets yeah. or anything like that, but just explains what is a birth chart. Because I find when I'm at events, somebody who's never seen astrology before, mm-hmm. but I'm doing a reading of their chart, yeah. I actually sit down and explain what everything is right. the horizon, you know, and right. the yeah. rising sign and the houses and right. everything, and then weave their story into it from yeah. their own chart. Yeah. Um, 
and so that freebie is is um, online and but then the full course is called animated astrology and that really is all about how to do astrology how to learn about yourself how to um, help others with it uh, basically teaching people astrology but I've got lots of animated things in there mm-hmm. not necessarily animated planets but animated things that make make it much more accessible mm-hmm. much more yeah. enjoyable to, and a little bite-sized pieces so people right. can ease through it bit by bit and have fun along the way that's cool well, it seems like what you're doing is that every the, the way we've all learned astrology is that we start <coughs> off we look at charts and go okay we need to learn this and we go to a book or we go to a class and mm. learn it that way, you know. And, but we haven't had much of the visual, mm. you know, something that, okay, so what would, I, what would that look like in something like a cartoon or something mm. visual, you know. Or, or I've even actually taken, you know, certain types of aspects between planets and think of movies that remind me of that, mm-hmm. you know, to, to kind of draw from that. So that we describe this scene in this movie that's really mm. famous and that really reminds me of this particular aspect. Mm. So that's a visual, but that's a lot of stuff to have mm. to do. But the cartoons are much more interesting because number one, one, not my thumb, <laughs> that too. Um, one, you have to rely on your inner child. Yep. You know, it, it, it pulls on that. So it, it, it kind of explores your imagination much better, mm-hmm. you know, than it would otherwise. Mm. So if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. That's good. The old biblical thing is only as a child shall you enter the kingdom of heaven. And whatever your heaven is, if it's astrology, that's your yeah. heaven and yeah. be as a child. I think, you know, just make it fun. That's all. That's it's all right. my sag side of it. Yeah. You know, right. I just yeah. want it to be fun. Yeah. So anyway, we got to go. Okay. And how do we get a hold of you? Um, well, just um, the best way really is to go through the websites. Okay. There's a contact page on the website, startoons with a Z dot com. That's right. Or startoonsacademy.com. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Thank you, Tony, for Thank being you. here. We're, you know, this it's like it's opened all the stuff up. Now I want to keep going. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Okay, so we've got some announcements here for next week. We have the Saturday Night Psychic Showcase going on tonight at 5 o'clock. Um, it's 11.06.11006 Bridgeport Way in Lakewood. It's Carves Restaurant and doors open at 5, programs at 6, $5 to get in. Speaker tonight is Jody Doty. I don't really know her, but she's pretty good, I guess. Okay. I don't know her either. Uh, <laughs> okay. Thank you for your opinion on that. Okay. And then I love the name. Joey Doty. Yeah, it does kind of interesting. Jody Doty. Jody Doty. And so I say do that five do times. Do do do. Do do do. Anyway, so and then we have a Northwest Psychic Fair going on today. That's at the Rainier Brewery, the north end of Rainier Brewery, I believe it's that's what's that's it? right. Yeah, I just can't remember the name of it. From ten to five, that's going on today. How do we get a hold of you? Two zero six seven six nine four nine two four, or oh. Karina's Bakery on Tuesday. Okay, and you can get a hold of me at EileenGrimes.com or JupiterRisingShow.com. Okay, and next week we have on Pam Drennan. Pam Drennan's a psychic, so we're going to have phones opening up for you guys to get your readings. And then the following week we have Wanda usual monthly visit from Wanda Buckner. And that's it for us today. My gosh, it went fast, folks, but that's how this show goes. So anyway, we're going to see you all next week right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.